My Patriot Supply. Stu, is it time to get the paper towels? I think you're. That, I think it's a good time to order for my Patriot <laughs> Supply because whether you think this stuff is going on or not, yep, uh, it's coming. You're getting. You're going to start seeing some empty shelves. Soon. Uh, yep, it's coming. Uh, the problem in, in the next ninety days may be food and and toilet paper and everything else uh, because they the store shelves uh, were emptied within days, uh, leaving no other option. Uh, but people to freak out about toilet paper and everything else. May I suggest that uh, the UN is now saying uh, 2021 is going to be a year of biblical food shortages. Oh, that's good. Uh, my Patriot supply was wiped clean in the panic rush. They stocked up. Uh, they're ready, but don't wait. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and get your emergency food storage kits today. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Do it now. What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, hello, America. I'm going to start talking to you today like this because I have a feeling it won't take me long before I'm talking to you like this. Some agonizing news. First of all, the top state media appointee for the U.S. President-elect Joe Biden's transition team has enthusiastically defended the use of propaganda against Americans and is rethinking the First Amendment. Yeah, who knew we even had a uh, top state media appointee? But we do. We'll get into that in a second also. Oh my, I don't know if I can even play the audio. It's so agonizing. Barack Obama yesterday on 60 Minutes. It just never ends with these people. And the Million MAGA March. There were not a million people. Oh my gosh. All of that and more begins in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, you know the value of a dollar. Let me ask you, what is the value of $20? How far is that going to get you these days? $20. Maybe not too far with a lot of things, but I can, if I can just talk to you here for a second, I think it could change your life if you're one of the millions of Americans who live with frequent debilitating pain because 20 bucks will get you a trial pack of Relief Factor. And if you're anything like me or the 70% of people who try it, once you try it for three weeks, you're going to get your life back. Relief Factor, not a drug developed by doctors. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Why? So they can just blow money? No, because like me, it works. You don't have really anything to lose. You have everything to gain. 20 bucks to gain your life back? You bet. Get your life back now by going to relieffactor.com at 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com, 800-583-84, relieffactor.com. This is, if I may, a full-fledged 
duct tape alert. We haven't done one in a very long time, but you need right now to run to the cabinet and get duct tape and wrap it around your head because it's going to explode. Last warning, duct tape alert. Here it is last night on 60 Minutes. (sighs) Barack Obama. It's been uh, this sense over the last several years that literally anything goes and is justified in order to get power. Uh, And uh, that's not unique to the United States. There are strong men and dictators around the world who think that I can do anything to stay in power. Uh, I can kill people. I can throw them in jail. I can run phony elections. I can suppress journalists. Um, But that's not who we're supposed to be. Oh, oh, take it. In the last four years, uh, there's been this sense that they think they can do anything to stay in power. Okay, you mean I I have another he said kill people throw them in jail run funny elections. I have another one like uh like uh uh come up with fake charges uh of collusion collusion in Russia. Uh like uh uh like 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 going to uh Ukraine and having the Ukrainians actually help you with that. Uh here's another one that you can just use the state department and the intelligence community to spy on Americans and candidates that you can just take lie after lie after lie and try to impeach a president that you can you can take and suppress the news and that way nobody knows what Joe Biden and his son did in China oh my gosh Oh, and then you can run a phony election because he had that one, too. I can run phony. Oh, look, he said, I can run phony elections. Hmm. I can suppress journalists. That's because that's what he did. You know that, right? Where, where is where's Rosen? Where's James Rosen? He was he was uh, tapped. He was investigated. He was threatened by the White House, by the Obama White House. Anybody remember that? You know, Donald Trump may talk big, but it's his talk that has exposed all of these liars in the media. He didn't actually do anything. Obama spoke. Oh, just they're wonderful. Oh, they're, I think the press is being uh, put into danger by that Tea Party. Those moms and their children out there with the handmade star is uh, uh, the handmade uh, signs with the glitter on it. Oh, they pose a great threat. Oh, to these great journalists. Meanwhile, behind the scenes, what is he doing? He's spying on them and threatening them. Oh, my gosh, I can't. I just can't take it. And then we have this. Uh, Richard Stangle. Ever heard of Richard, Richard Stangle? Richard Stangle uh, was in, oh, you're going to love this, was in the Obama-Biden State Department. Now, I don't know about you. But I have full confidence in the State Department. I think the State Department is quite possibly one of the most honest, right, spot-on, accurate group of... Oh, my God, my head's going to (sighs) explode! So he was with the uh, State Department. 
Now he has been named the state media appointee. Ooh, state media. Did you know we had the st- uh, state media? <sighs> yeah, we do. Um, we have a state media. It was started by <laughs> the CIA, and it's the global state media that we, we put out. You know, I thought we were putting out the truth, you know, voice of America. But no, 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 no. We're putting out propaganda. That's what we do. That's what he said. My old job at the State, State Department was uh, what people used to joke as the chief propagandist. I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it, and they have to do it to their own population. Wait a minute. Hmm? See, I'm not against propaganda if we're in a war and we are fighting with propaganda. You know, we are sending propaganda like Tokyo Rose. You know, we do that to our enemies. Okay, strategically, I'm good with that. But but he he what did he say? I'm not against propaganda. Every country does it and they have to do it to their own population. Hmm. But surely. This new Biden appointee thinks it's wrong. Oh, no. The next line. And I don't necessarily think that's awful. (laughs) It's great. Oh, we're going to get the truth now. Where's Barack Obama on this one? The State Department under President Barack Obama, Stengel boasted that uh, he started the only entity in government, non-classified entity, that combated Russian disinformation. A committed crusader in what he openly describes as a global information war, Stengel has uh, proudly proclaimed his dedication to the carefully careful management of the public's access to information. Ooh, that sounds good, too. The careful management of the public's access to information. He outlined his uh, new kind of exciting view, his worldview, in a book he published this June called Information Wars. That's kind of... Infowars? It's Infowars? He named his book Infowars? He did. (laughs) That's an odd... Yeah. Hmm. Stengel has proposed rethink... I'm quoting, rethinking the First Amendment. Oh, that guarantees freedom of speech and freedom of press. In 2018, he said, having been almost a First Amendment absolutist in my life, I've really moved my position on it because I think for practical reasons in society, we have to kind of rethink some of those things. Hello? Is anybody home? Hello, America? Uh, now, uh, this is the kind of thing. This is from Red State. These are the kinds of things we really need to. We really need to think. For instance, Parler. Uh, Dave uh, Troy, a left-wing TED Talk speaker who bills himself as a disinformation analyst, uh, says that uh, Parler is getting too big for its britches. Uh, he began his rant on the nefarious origins of Parler, beginning. With Russia, you know, did you know this? I didn't know. Yeah, that, no. they, yeah, Russia, Russia did it. Yeah, Russia did it. Russia is probably you can't prove it. He says I can't. I don't have the evidence to prove this, but Russia funded it. 
I mean, what, what would you need evidence for on a claim like that? <laughs> you, you know you what? Just, just say it. You know what I'm saying? Just say it. Yeah. So uh, he he moves pretty quickly. Uh, you know, right. You know, right from the hey, Russia is responsible for par uh, for Parler. Uh, but he said all these conservatives wanted to have their own social media and challenge the dominance of the current cabal. <clears throat> he says that uh, we're like pro cabal now. Yeah. Like we're actually going to take the positive side on a cabal. Yes. Uh, market competition is a deliberate eroding mm. uh, of the other firms. So this is what, what he's saying is, is that we are eroding uh the other the other uh, places the social media places like facebook and twitter and this has to be stopped it can't it it's quote a bizarre anti-social mission that we're going to enter our own echo chamber no you know it's not an echo chamber what you have is an echo chamber you are controlling all of the speech. You're controlling what's said, what's not said. See, Parlor is not an echo chamber because you're welcome to come over and you can say all of your bat crap crazy stuff over on Parlor and they're not going to ban you. They're not going to play the information police. They're not going to be burning books. Oh, by the way, by the way, uh, speaking of that, Burbank has just removed five novels because they're racist uh first is huckleberry finn uh then roll of thunder hear my cry and of course the very ever popular racist book to kill a mockingbird is now i don't think i could take it i don't think i could take it Uh, all right, we have uh, Alan Dershowitz uh, coming up in uh, just a little while. He says, "You need duct tape for these duct tape. Oh if you're going to do gosh. duct tape alerts, you need duct tape well, to be able to." Where is my duct tape? We need to get some. Are you not the executive producer? I mean, I suppose I am, but you I mean, just, just, just just had the duct tape, I, and I suggested don't, it. So now I don't get it, Stu. I just don't get it. Come prepared for a full duct tape day <laughs> because we have much more to report on coming up in just a second, including the uh, million MAGA March, which they didn't really cover anything except there wasn't a million people there. <laughs> My gosh, shut up. Okay, everybody wants to keep their home and their family safe, whether it's from a break-in, fire, flooding, medical emergency. Simply Safe Home Security delivers award-winning 24/7 protection, and with Simply Safe, you don't just get an arsenal of cameras and sensors, but you get the best professional monitoring in the business. They've got your back day and night, and they're ready to send the police, the fire department, or EMTs if you need them straight to your door. It's easy to set up yourself. The sensors protect every square inch of your home and they are watching 24 7 right now get a free home security camera when you purchase simply safe at simplysafebeck.com check out their holiday specials now visit simplysafebeck.com for your free security camera and check out the holiday specials at simplysafebeck.com 10 seconds station id Did you hear uh, Trudeau on the Great Reset? Oh yeah, he's 
This is positive. Are you even paying attention to the show? I'm looking. I'm at trying you to freaking like, order duct tape on online currently. Wow. Yeah, because that's that's I was supposed to, apparently if supposed to be prepared. That's where your priorities are. <laughs> I'm a full six seconds behind the show. <laughs> uh, Trudeau on the Great Reset. Now this is this is something. Uh, my next book is coming out soon. Uh, strangely, not done by Simon and Schuster, which is. Uh, which I think is is absolutely fantastic. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm kind of thrilled about that. <laughs> anyway, um, we're publishing it ourselves now. Uh, finished with my contract with the big, uh, you know, people who know everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're coming out with the first book under my imprint exclusively uh, here in a couple of months. And we're very excited. Nice. It's on The Great Reset. Now, The Great Reset... Right now, people are like, what does I help poverty and people who are hungry? No, no, that's not what it is. But but may I give you uh, Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister. Listen to this. Building back better means getting support to the most vulnerable while maintaining our momentum on reaching the 2030 agenda for sustainable development and the SDGs. Canada is here to listen. And to help. This pandemic has provided an opportunity mm. for a reset. <gasps> this is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually mm. address global mm. challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Hmm. Reimagine economic systems. I wonder what that could be. <gasps> I hope it's I hope it's shareholder capitalism, which is just a clever way of saying. Communism or national socialism or Chinese capitalism or communism. It's great. <laughs> it is great. <laughs> we'll have more on that. Hopefully a little later on in the uh, the program. Uh, I want to I, I, I wish I was in Washington this weekend with the uh, million MAGA march. Wasn't a million people. Did you know that, Stu? That's the only thing worth covering, Glenn. It really, mm-hmm. it really what is. What was the exact number if it wasn't a million? Right. Because well, all the other million man marches were always really a million, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you have duct tape? Okay, good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, producer from another person's show. <laughs> I am the one who's asking for it. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want me to leave and just walk out and go find duct tape? I was well, no, texting no, no, people no. to I, bring in duct tape. Uh-huh. You just told me a minute ago you were online trying to order some. Or that's um, where do you yeah, think the text listen. messages go through? They go online, and I'm ordering people to bring in duct tape. Wow, wow. Okay. Do you have duct tape in your hand? Okay. Thank you, Mister Dominion uh, Voting Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get one story and then the next. This is actually higher. Just uh, switching it up. This is higher quality than online discourse these days. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, there was uh, the Million MAGA March. Donald Trump uh, went and circled the crowd. It was a large crowd. Uh, it, it seemed to me the pictures I saw, and correct me if I'm wrong, the pictures I saw were about the size of the first Tea Party thing. Uh, no, not so big. I don't know if it was that big, but it was a lot of people. I mean, it was, it was a, a lot, lot of people. Of people there. It was a lot of yeah, people. There. A lot of people. Uh, and you know, remember, this is something that is not being uh, promoted by the unions. No, well, it's being opposed by everybody. <laughs> yeah, and nobody was talking about it last week. Uh, nobody was promoting it. You know, the media was absolute silence. Mm. 
until the beatings began. And, <laughs> yes. and then, of course, they're like, look at these dangerous people. Um, luckily, one of our reporters was there. Uh, we're going to have him on in uh, just a little while to talk about it. Could we just show the um, the beatings? Let's take the uh, Trump supporter pushed off bike first, if we have oh, There he is. That's nice. That's nice. So uh, they just Antifa surrounds the guy. And I mean, he's dressed in a white shirt. This is Trump red pants on a scooter. I mean, he is. It really is like, you know, picking on the one kid in school. Uh, the uh, Trump supporter hit in the head. Can we play this one like this? Look at this. Here's a woman. I'm a reporter. Can you tell me what happened? No. Come on. Let's go. Punched her in the head. Punched just the walking the head. down the street. Yep. Just walking down the street. Uh, one more, please. Look at that. Look at this. Just pummeling this guy on the street. It's hard to know who is the good guy and bad guy in this circumstance because the guy who's in a major fight here, as we're seeing, winds up getting completely knocked out and his face bloodied. And for another cheap shot, it's always a cheap shot. I mean, just this. I mean, is this what we've come to? Is this who we are? It is. There's the guy. Yeah. There, that's what he gets. Never, mm-hmm. you know, never an actual fight. Always just jumping behind somebody, hitting them in the head, and then running. Yeah, the new school thing is apparently like cheap shots are no longer cheap. It's certainly yeah. to Antifa, they don't they don't care about that. That used to be something you'd be embarrassed about as a guy if you got in a fight and you had to resort to a cheap shot. Now that's all they do. That's all they do is come up from behind Trump supporters as they're walking away. And hit them on the side of the head, and then they fall face first into pavement mm. and break their nose and, and beat up their faces because they didn't even know what was happening. So the problem with that last video of the guy being knocked out was don't fight, man. Don't fight. Don't fight. Martin Luther King was right. Don't fight. Yeah, I'm just wrapping my I'm just wrapping my head here because I have a feeling I'm going to need it today. <laughs> Our uh, sponsor this half hour. Remind you that the whole business world revolves around sending and receiving emails. Used to be you'd get things like invoices and invites and other payment documents in the mail as God intended. But now it's just about everything is electronic and instantaneously. And that's exactly the way cyber criminals like it. Because a lot of times they can hide things like malware and seemingly legitimate documents and attach them to emails. These attached documents look precisely like like what you're expecting. Then, boom, you open it, you enable editing, and the next stop is identity theft. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can help you feel warm and protected this holiday season. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock with the promo code back at LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com, 1-800-LIFELOCK, promo code back. 
And go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save some cash on your Blaze TV subscription. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm anxious to hear from Alan Dershowitz uh, coming up in uh, just about half an hour. He says uh, that Donald Trump is going to win Pennsylvania uh, when all is said and done. Uh, Sidney Powell, Mm. who is the president's uh, new attorney, uh, she says they're going to be announcing some things in the next couple of days that she said will reverse millions of votes. Uh, wow. I think that is good. Possibly with the uh, the Dominion software. Have you been reading up in the Dominion software stuff? Yeah, I've heard some of it. Uh, uh, again, it'll be interesting to see what they can come up with. You know, know it's 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 a, it's a tough road, but I think they're going to do everything they can. And they luckily have lots of resources to do it. I keep reading that everything's been debunked with Dominion software. It's yeah. all completely and thoroughly debunked. Uh-huh. And yet I haven't seen any debunking will you, about it. Will you do me a favor? Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. I want you to go to uh, the Dominion Wikipedia page. Dominion And just look for the, right. uh, the recent changes. Okay. Um, here's what I find interesting. Uh, the, the stuff that has removed... Uh, or has been changed all in just let me see if I can go for the next uh, 100 um, there are what is that okay so I'm there is the at Wikipedia least 75 there's look at this this is all the changes just uh, in November look at this November 16th all of these changes were made to their page deleting stuff do you see this there's got to be 75 changes that have been uh that have been uh made and uh, the american thinker has come out with some uh some things where they were at the page before things were deleted for instance uh the origins of dominion in venezuela and with cuba gone now um if you look at the you look at the things that have been deleted and a lot of them. I mean, this is all coming from the left editing out. I mean, Wikipedia is is bogus. But all of a sudden there was this great interest to make sure that some of this stuff didn't appear on uh, Wikipedia at all. Yeah, one of the interesting things about the Dominion thing, I think, is that it was really the left who were pushing that for a long time. Oh, yeah, In yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah and so last year they yeah, were saying so that. here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you if you tweet right now that uh, just that story that the Democrats were all over it, you will be flagged by Twitter. Oh my gosh, that this is in dispute. It's unreal. Excuse me. <laughs> this is the video of the Democrats saying that. Jeez. I mean, it is absolutely amazing. By the way, that's why we're switching over to uh, Parler. 
Uh, I'm, I just uh, started an account. Apparently, there's several Glenn Becks uh, on yeah. Parlor. I've been saying all sorts of stuff under your name yeah, for a while I over there. <laughs> yeah, there was, people hate you. I saw one. Uh, somebody <laughs> sent one to me and said, uh, uh, "You, you, you, effing Trump supporters just need it." It was like so clearly not me. Mm. Uh, but people were like, "Is this Glenn Beck? Is he drinking again?" <laughs> the answer to that one is. I wish. Oh, they had you say you, yeah. you yelling at you effing yelling. Trump supporters. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a, that, oh. that's an odd. That would be yeah, an odd choice. Be an odd choice. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, uh, we're over there, and I'm going to take a. Uh, we're just going to take a random selection of anybody who signs up today and comes over to Parlor and uh, follows me on Parlor. Uh, you'll get one of two three-year subscriptions to Blaze TV. Three years. Oh, okay. Three cool. years. That's great. It's a prison sentence when I tell you that Stu is on that program. Yeah, he's on Blaze TV. <laughs> so is Pat Gray Unleashed, by the way, which is yeah. like a lessening of that prison sentence, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I would. So yeah, you two are I ganging would, up yeah. against me on this one. Yep, got yep, it. Okay. you got it. You got it. Uh, so, Pat, what is uh, what is in your pipe that you want to smoke? Uh, I'm trying not to smoke anymore. <laughs> uh, I've been doing too much of that. Right. I, you know, like you, I was uh, talking uh, extensively today about the million man march that wasn't a million people. <laughs> there were nowhere near a million people. Wow, crazy! You remember the million man march that had about eighteen people? <laughs> Nobody oh, said it man. then. Uh, but the violence that was perpetrated, because all day long, the Trump supporters were completely peaceful. What were they doing? They were singing songs and waving flags, and they were having a good time, and they were getting along with each other. And then as soon as the evening came, and the Antifa people and the BLM people came out and started sucker punching uh and going after moms who were pushing their kids in strollers and... I, it was just incredible, incredible, just unbelievable to me how and nobody cares. CNN's not covering that. No. MSNBC's not covering that. It just didn't happen, according to them. That is the greatest. That is the greatest thing. They really, truly believe if they don't publish it, it didn't, didn't happen. happen. And in and some cases, it's kind of true. It is true now that they have control of social media. Yeah. Now that social media is is controlling things. Did you see that? uh there is a new uh, poll out that shows people who voted for Biden when they're informed about the questions of Biden and Hunter uh, in China say they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. You see that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. if that's not election fraud, yeah. I don't know what is. I mean, how do we how do you possibly fight things? I, I don't honestly, I don't know. Where to post truth? I can't yeah. go to Fox News. Did you see the Fox News reporter this weekend that we was that. going wanna, after? Yeah, can we play that. this? This is yeah. amazing. What do you want to have happen with those seven hundred thousand votes? The ballots are already. This mixed is the in. Fox reporter. You just want seven hundred thousand votes deducted from, we from Biden's make sure total? That conversation happens. You're trying to say this is done and over. The media I'm not. I'm, say, I'm not done and, over. done and over. I'm but asking you where here, you're going to find the votes to pull ahead. Where are the votes to pull ahead? Forward. 
the, that, this is now my third time to try to get this answer out. The legal path ahead exists here because there are clear constitutional violations that ahead. Keep laughing. Keep snarking. Oh, you know, so, making so your hands and rolling Aaron, your Aaron, eyes, Aaron, Leland. Take me through. I get it. I get what it. You guys spent Aaron, years trying to run up question. a Russia hoax against very, the It's very simple. Stop. I can't listen happen. anymore. I mean, uh, that's every bit a CNN interview. It is. Every bit Fox of is gone. Yeah. If you are still listening to Fox... I mean, honestly, the only place I can go now on on TV is us, Newsmax. I mean, I just I use us. I don't know who else to go to that I feel like really will tell the truth, even if I don't like it. I, I mean, where do you go? There is no here. there's no place to watch. Yeah, you except here. here. Yeah, except here. And, and, and where are the votes going to come from? To answer Leland's question, who I've never seen before. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. Are you familiar with him? No. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen him. No, anyway. I stopped watching Fox, though, like yeah, I did too. two years ago, three uh, years ago. But in answer to his question of where the Trump votes are going to come from, they're going to come from like vote switching, if that did happen, with the Dominion machines. They're going to come from dead people not voting. They're going to come from people not voting twice or 20 times or 30 times. That's, that's where the Trump votes come from. I think the Dominion thing is really interesting. Did you see, by the way, I was with Barry Loudermilk on uh, Friday, and uh, we were talking about what's happening in Georgia. He's a senator from Georgia. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about what's happening in Georgia. And he said the, the AG in Georgia is out of control. He's a Republican, but has been negotiating with Democrats without consulting the Republicans at all. Mm. And... Uh, he said uh, there was a report before the election, like a week before, or two weeks before the election, from door knockers uh, for Trump up in these very, very Democratic areas in Pennsylvania. And they were going door to door and they were talking about Trump. And this Democratic area has now become very pro-Trump. And so that's a lot of people who are on the Democratic rolls. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now are voting for Donald Trump. And uh, they were told in several how, by several houses that they were getting calls from the Democratic Party telling them they were going to send them a Georgia ballot that they could vote in Georgia. And they were like, no, but I've never been to Georgia. I don't live in Georgia. I've never. And they were like, no, it's OK now. You can. We're going to send it to <laughs> you. Okay you can vote. Now. OK. <laughs> Now, okay. so this was this was reported to the attorney general of uh, or the secretary, Georgia. secretary of state, I think, of Georgia. Yeah. And um, he didn't investigate it. Not a single. According to all the people underneath him, Jeez. he didn't even make a phone call to follow up. And Loudermilk himself, I believe, was one of them that reported it and uh, said, you know, you got to at least check into it. Well, he didn't he didn't make a single phone call. Nothing, according to all the people involved and people in his office. He may be forced to resign for dereliction of duty. We don't know if that happened, right. but you had but a you serious look into it. you have a serious crime reported before the election and you did nothing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Latterman was in the House, by the way, not, not a Senate. Oh, he's in the House. Mm-hmm. Did you also see that we've I mean, speaking of the House. We have, it looks like we're going to have a net gain of, uh, well, Republicans are going to have a net gain of 10 congressmen. Yeah. It looks like at least. Yeah. I mean, it's, at a, least. this is what's, I mean, look, and a lot of people are bringing this up is like, this is one of the things I think that people are 
questioning on the whole <clears throat> fraud thing because <clears throat> the Republicans did really well in this they election, really like well. much better than expected overall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like Democrats are going to have potentially the smallest House margin uh, since like World War II. Uh, when it comes to uh, uh, you know this this scenario this type of uh, scenario where they're I mean yeah. when you win and uh, when you knock out an incumbent president if that's wind up winds up uh, being what happens here that you usually have a big margin I mean look at Obama mm-hmm. came in with this massive margin right control of the House and the Senate and sixty senators remember this yeah like this we are mm-hmm. in a totally different world I mean th- th- as much as the Democrats want to say that the American people are with them. The American people keep saying over and over again. No, we're not. No, we're not. Yeah, but here's the here's the again the problem that I have is you're telling me that Joe Biden got how many millions of votes more than Barack Obama did in 08? Well, that would be consistent with a very high intensity election on both sides. Do you remember 08? That was a, I know, but that was a high. Inti- that was a watershed. It, it was, you know, and again, there was the same type of thing where where John McCain had very little. Uh, momentum behind him or very little interest. And and I think the same is true with Biden. I think, though, that, that Donald Trump, after four years, is very much a part of everyone's life. Everyone has a strong opinion on him. Yeah. And so, like, I think the, the motivation for the left to come out in droves mm. was to get him out of office. I mean, they're burning down cities over the guy. Uh, you know, they, know, they had a lot of passion to yeah. get him out of office. And those don't the, usually look to me like the ones who go and vote, though. It's not like they take off their mask and like, I'm going to be a responsible citizen now. <laughs> Incredibly well organized. Yeah, though, no, Glenn. they are. And then remember, it's not just Antifa members burning down cities. Yeah. These are this had, had gone much, much more widespread. And remember, there were massive riots and rallies before the city started burning down. I want to leave you with one thing. Um, AT&T reportedly is shopping CNN. Uh, <laughs> selling at the high point, I guess. selling it. Yeah. Uh. yeah, they like to buy high, sell low. Mm. Uh, so it looks like, and one of the one of the investors, uh, somebody who they're targeting, Jeff Bezos of the Washington Post. Oh, that's gonna. So that's gonna things f- aren't gonna get wow. better. <laughs> it's gonna get more fair. <laughs> things are fair. not gonna no. get better. Now is the time to join us at blazetv.com, blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 30 bucks right now. We will do our very best and work tirelessly to tell you the truth of what's going on. Alan Dershowitz is coming up in a few minutes. He says Donald Trump is going to win Pennsylvania in the end. More with him coming up. Well, the holiday rush is almost here, which means it's the perfect time to get your home decked out for the season. If you haven't tried Blinds.com, now is the time. They're offering huge deals all month long so you can shop before Black Friday. Save up to 40% state site-wide, including blinds, shades, shutters, even outdoor shades, with free shipping and guaranteed perfect fit. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or somebody who would rather have them handle the install from start to finish... Don't wait. Save now. Save big on your next home project. Take advantage of the early Black Friday savings and shop the unbelievable deals now at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Save up to 40% site-wide, plus the lowest prices of the year on incredible doorbusters. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Blinds.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. 
By the way, at the uh, big MAGA rally, uh, do you remember from uh, Project Veritas that video that came out? They were trying to get funding for this big thing that they were going to do over the summer. Riots would break out and then for the election. Listen, this woman here sitting at a table saying this. We did apply for a grant from Soros at one point just a long time ago. We actually did get a, a, a grant from them. There is going to be a need. Thousands of people. And millions. Coming to the streets. To come into the streets. Okay, stop. That lady that was trying to raise money, raised money for a an outlet that was there at the MAGA rally. They were the, was it Resist? Uh, I can't remember now. Um, but they were at the MAGA rally. They were saying that they were going to gather the numbers that would uh, dwarf the Million Man March, that they would intimidate the Million Man March um, and the, uh, the MAGA rally because their numbers were going to be so great. Didn't happen. Uh, although they did do their best to intimidate and beat members of the uh, MAGA rally. But I just thought it was, um, I just thought it was interesting. You know, no big deal. Sure, no big deal. But uh, they haven't given up uh, and they're not going to give up, especially if Alan Dershowitz is right and the numbers start to go the other direction. Alan Dershowitz said, Uh, on Friday that Donald Trump is going to win Pennsylvania. Let's talk to Alan Dershowitz. Why does he say that? Coming up next. Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon, the way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of... Let's be honest, the Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycon's everyday E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon, co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Beck. That's buyraycon.com slash Beck for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you, Hillary. Uh, I want to talk about home title lock. Uh, if you've never had uh, a, a lesson, a, a crash course in home title theft, then you need to have uh, happen what I had happen, which was... They just basically showed me how easy it was to steal my home with all the documents. I mean, they showed them to me and they said, all we have to do is sign this and file it. And all we did would go online. We didn't have any special access. They know how to do this and cyber criminals know how to do this. It's just a matter of whether you're the victim. Whether Are you the one that the, the lottery ticket, uh, the reverse lottery ticket hits and they take all of your savings, all of your equity in your home? Uh, home title fraud happens way too frequently, but home title lock can stop it. Home Title Lock is uh, like a virtual barrier around your home's title. Uh, they instantly detect tampering. They can shut it down. 
and you don't have to worry about this stuff anymore. I don't worry about it because I have home title lock. Glenn doesn't worry about it because he has home title lock. Pat doesn't worry about it because he has home title lock. You can have it too. Uh, use the code radio. Get 30 risk-free days of protection. Uh, a code is radio at hometitlelock.com. It's hometitlelock.com. We've got a bunch of great stuff coming up. Alan Dershowitz is on the program, and he's got some uh, new information on the Pennsylvania suits when it comes to uh, the election. We're going to look into that and more in just a second. America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Wanted to get Alan Dershowitz on today. Uh, I heard him on Friday come out and say that if the Supreme Court hears the case, he believes that uh, Trump will win the court case in Pennsylvania, which could overturn the whole uh, count in Pennsylvania. We have him in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. According to a recent survey, 51% of U.S. adults believe the COVID-19 economy is worse than the Great Recession. There have been job losses left and right. And unfortunately, it could get a lot worse because the shutdowns are coming yet again. By the way, Moderna came out with a vaccine that is easier to transport, easier to keep. Uh, and also 95% effective. But let's keep these shutdowns, shut, shutdowns going. No question, this is one of the most stressful times we've experienced as a nation in quite some time. I've always urged you to be financially responsible. And one of the things you can do to be responsible with your money is look for places where you can save it. If you're a homeowner and you haven't taken advantage of the historic interest rates that are so unbelievably low, it is time for you to go to American Financing. Call and see what they can do. You might save hundreds of dollars a month with something as simple as mortgage refi. Having a lower interest rate with having to start your term over could really be the leg up you need in the coming months. So call American Financing at 800-906-2440. It's 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Mr. Alan Dershowitz joins us now. He is a professor emeritus of Harvard Law School and a host of The Dersh Show, uh, wherever you get your podcast. Alan Dershowitz, Welcome. Well, thank you so much, Glenn. Thanks for having me. Uh, so tell me what your thoughts are on the election and how it's being uh, how it's being handled right now. Well, there are two kinds of lawsuits. There are the wholesale and the retail. The wholesale is reflected in the Pennsylvania case where you have a legal challenge, a crystal clear legal challenge the legislature said that ballots that are submitted before election day have to be received before the end of election day the courts said no there are three extra days the constitution says 
Only the legislature can make those decisions, not the courts. So that's a clean, clear, wholesale constitutional issue that the Supreme Court could resolve in, in a week. Uh, the case has already been filed in the Supreme Court. It just has to be refiled. And I think this Supreme Court would probably rule in favor of President Trump on that issue. So wait, 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 wait. How, how, does, how did, would somebody rule against? The Constitution is clear. It's the legislature. And they, didn't the Supreme Court already rule in another case uh, that the legislature had to do it and, and not the uh, state officials? Yeah, in Bush versus Gore, they kind of suggested that. And uh, there was a four to four vote previously on the Pennsylvania case. And Justice Alito um, asked, demanded that the votes that came in late after the close of Election Day had to be segregated, strongly implying that the court would rule in that direction. Look, there is a legal argument on the other side. The legal argument would go something like this. Of course, the Constitution says the legislature has to do it, but traditionally courts interpret legislation. The answer to that is this wasn't really an interpretation. This was an expansion in light of COVID, and probably the court would rule that that expansion would have to come from the legislative, not the judicial branch. But the question is, does that get him enough votes? Right now, it seems like he may be as much as 60,000 votes behind so the number of disputed ballots under this particular law has to exceed 60,000 before it could turn around the election. Now, if you combine that wholesale attack with some retail attacks, by retail I mean, you know, a few fraudulent ballots here and there, dead people voting, people who moved out of the state voting, you could conceivably get to a point where the Pennsylvania vote would go the other way. Now, you'd need more than that, because the goal of the Trump legal team is not to give Trump 270 votes. That's out of the question. The goal is to keep Biden from getting 270 so that the election is thrown into the House of Representatives. The way to stop Biden from getting 270, according to the legal team, would be to have challenges in enough states, Pennsylvania, Georgia, maybe Arizona, Nevada, to bring him from 305 to 268, 267. If he doesn't get 270, it goes to the House, and the House votes by delegation. That is, each state gets one vote, and there are now more Republican delegations than there are Democratic delegations. So that's the theory. I'm not saying I'm advocating it. I'm not saying I think it will win. I'm just telling you that's the only route to victory at this point that I can see. Wow. So, so, Alan, you're saying that the, the Trump legal team says that th- their theory is they cannot get to 270 electoral votes? I'm just speculating. I don't see how they could get affirmatively to 270, but they don't need it. All they need is to stop Biden from getting 270. That's the key. That's what happened in 1824 in the Andrew Jackson, John Quincy Adams matter. It's what happened essentially when we had the Tilden Hayes dispute. There are three instances in the 19th century where something like this happened. And then, of course, if you follow through the Jackson-Adams 1824, what happens? Jackson loses that, even though he won the popular and the electoral vote. And then for the next four years, he campaigned against, quote, the corrupt bargain. And he wins in 1828 and serves for eight years. So let me let me 
go over this again with you. So uh, he just needs to bring uh, uh, Biden down to 269 even. Uh, And then it goes to the House and the House, they use delegations. It's not just a straight vote. So how is that? How is that selected? What does that mean? Every delegation, say, take uh, Georgia, uh, it may have, I don't know, 18, 12, 13, whatever members of Congress. If there are more Republican members of Congress from Georgia than than Democrats, then the state gets to cast its vote for the Republican candidate. And the vote all it needs is 51 states. Uh, so if you win 51-49 uh, uh, in the House of Representatives, um, then, or in that case, it would be in the House of Representatives, no, you'd have 50 states. So you'd have to win 26 votes. And if you get 26 votes, you elect the president. And that happened in the past. Thomas Jefferson was elected by the House of Representatives, not by the Electoral College. How, how, how do you stop? I mean, how did they stop civil war at that point? The Constitution doesn't provide for that. In fact, we had a civil war in 1860. <laughs> because the Constitution didn't provide for that. I would hope good sense, common sense would prevail and neither side would resort to arms. But I suspect that if you had that situation, there would be some violence. I, I, I have yeah. no doubt about that. Uh, Alan, if they, you say they, to try to lower Biden from 306 to say 269, those electoral votes then don't, where would, the, what would happen to those? If you're saying they're not affirmatively going to get Trump over 260 or 270, where, what happens to those electoral votes? The electoral college becomes irrelevant. Uh, the constitution puts the electoral college aside and says we now have it in the House of Representatives. So the Electoral College vote is a null and void. Okay. Wow. Okay, so hang on just a second. But those cases, wouldn't they be decided? I mean, during Bush uh, v. Gore, uh, Mm -hmm. the the Supreme Court made decisive moves that that really sewed it up before the, uh, the the states had to send their Electoral College. Yep. Had they not done that, had the Supreme Court deferred its decision, it, the case might have gone, the matter might have gone to the House of Representatives because neither candidate would have gotten 270. And that's what happened in the three 19th century elections that I referred to, actually four, Jefferson as well, that no candidate. Remember in those days, you'd have four or five candidates running. In 1824, you had Henry Clay, you had somebody else, you had... So I think there were five candidates, and they divided the electoral vote. Jackson got the most votes, but he didn't get half. According to the Constitution, you need a clear majority. If you don't get a clear majority, it goes to the House. Uh, so one, one more on this. So if the courts, it, it behooves, if you want this, and I think this would be really uh, a powder keg uh, that I wouldn't oh, yeah. want to see no, lit. No doubt. No um, doubt. But if you wanted this to happen, it would behoove you then to uh, uh, file late or to keep yeah. the courts somehow or another tied up. Is that right? Because after what, the 13th of December, are you saying that yeah. then it just automatically triggers? You don't have to file late. Remember, the wholesale suits can be decided on legal principles without a trial. But if you claim there were 10,000 invalid ballots or if you follow um, what 
Sidney Powell said yesterday on Fox News, and you challenged the computer, saying the computers turned many votes that were supposed to be for Trump to Biden. That's the argument. If you make that argument, you have to prove it. So that's an evidentiary argument, and that requires a trial. And if the court set down for trial uh, all the challenged ballots in four or five states, you might accomplish that purpose because you couldn't have a trial and a result oh probably between now and mid-December. So, so you don't have to delay. All you have to do is ask for a trial. And, and under the Seventh Amendment to the Constitution, you have a right to trial by jury in any cases that were tried by jury at common law. So it becomes very complicated. Look, if I were teaching at Harvard now, again, I stopped teaching five years ago, I retired, uh, I would be teaching an entire seminar on this election. It raises so many intriguing constitutional questions. I'm not advocating any particular result. I'm just giving you my constitutional analysis. The, the odds you think this might happen? Very low. You'd need a perfect storm. You'd need enough states where there were enough challenges to make the difference and so that the courts would refuse or the secretaries of state, some of which are Republican, would refuse to certify the votes so that the electors could be chosen. It would require a perfect storm of both judicial, electoral and political considerations to come together. And the odds are very low, but it's the only possible road that President Trump has to victory, and it's a very unlikely one, hmm. which is, leads me to believe that he should. I'm not suggesting he secede or concede. I'm not suggesting that he stop his challenges, but I am strongly suggesting that he allow cooperation with the transition team because the likely outcome is going to be President Biden on January 20th. And if that is likely, there's no good reason why the transition can't go forward while the challenges are still being made and no concession is offered. The media says that, you know, once they call an election, they call an election, well, but they don't call it. Yeah, they don't call the election. There's <laughs> this is just no, a Biden is not Biden is not officially the president elect until and unless enough states certify the election result or the other candidate concedes uh, you don't get a president elect through cnn or through fox right or through msnbc you get a presumptive president you call it what you want but it's a media term legally the president elect is picked only when those two circumstances are met that is sufficient state certify or the other side concedes neither of those things has happened yet and when you uh, when you look at what the media is also saying about this is uh, this is, you know, unheard of that we don't do things like this in America, we've done we've asked for recounts and we have challenged elections, not necessarily in the uh, the, the modern era uh, or the late modern era as much as we did in the first hundred hundred and fifty years. Right. That's right. But we have also Bush versus Gore was a direct challenge. Look, I don't condemn the lawyers for doing this. I got an email the other day asking me to sign a petition to disbar the lawyers who are raising these issues. It's nonsense. 
you know, people want you to disbar me because I defended President Trump on the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, you don't disbar lawyers for doing their job. I don't condemn the lawyers who are raising these arguments. They may lose. They may win. Uh, even I've lost some cases. You know, that's what happens. You don't always win your cases. Uh, you try your best to win. Look, every day I've been dealing with this complicated issue on my show, The Dirt Show, and I've been getting these intriguing calls from people coming up with interesting ideas uh, for how to deal with this from both sides of the aisle, from the Democratic side and the Republican side. And it's a, you know, it's a fascinating issue. I think in the end, the victories that Trump receives will be Pyrrhic victories. He'll receive some victories, Pennsylvania, maybe other places, but they probably won't be enough to stop um, Vice President Biden from hitting the magic 270. Alan Dershowitz, always great to talk to you, sir. Thank you very much. You can find Alan Dershowitz. Uh, he can follow him on Twitter at Alan Dersh, or you can uh, find him on The Dersh Show. Uh, that is a podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, Alan Dershowitz. I, I love the title. Okay. I love the Dirt Show. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. When you think about uh, what you want in a cell phone company, what comes to mind? Good service, good coverage, right? Well, everybody is pretty much on the same cell towers these days, but you still want to make sure you're getting the best service possible. Affordability comes to mind, right? Cell phones have been around for decades at this point. There's no need to pay through the nose for service. Now comes the integrity of the, com- uh, the company, is that something you think about as a requirement? Usually not. If it wasn't before, it should be now. Big cell phone companies like Verizon donate a portion of your bill to leftist causes, things like abortion and anti-gun lobbyists. Uh, Patriot Mobile has great service and affordable. By the way, AT&T, they own CNN. Isn't that enough? <laughs> Patriot Mobile. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call their U.S.-based customer service team right now at 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. If you're a veteran or first responder, you'll save even more. Just make the switch today. Same service, lower price, and values you believe in. Get the activation and a special gift with the offer code BECK right now at PatriotMobile.com slash BECK. PatriotMobile.com slash BECK or 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, that wasn't uh, that wasn't necessarily good news. <laughs> it's not a glowing endorsement, I would say, of the no. legal strategy going forward, or the hopes of it, at least. The the look at the and Dershowitz is a guy who's been very much on the Trump side yeah. this entire time. So uh, you know, who knows what that means? And he wasn't saying that it wasn't going to work, but uh, he did not seem hopeful. I, would I, say. I think if I mean. First of all, he said you have to you have to have uh, proof and the voting machines. I keep reading. The problem is, is you don't have enough time to gather the evidence on the voting machines. So if the voting machines, if that if they can show enough question to be able to file a legitimate heavy uh, uh, court case on those voting machines, then perhaps you have something. And it, I mean, you know, the voting machines, what drives me nuts is if you retweet something on the Democrats, 
in 2016 and 20, I think 18 or 19, saying that these these particular voting machines uh, are bad and can throw an election. <laughs> you look at that, and if you retweet it, you're marked as somebody who is retweeting falsehoods. It's like, no, I'm I'm retweeting Elizabeth Warren's testimony on it. <laughs> well, that that's pro- you probably a falsehood <laughs> if it's Elizabeth Warren's testimony. Uh, you know, this this is the same. This type of scale is what they were looking to try to do in 2004. I mean, that was only one state. It was Ohio, but they were that was the Diebold uh, yes. g- uh, uh, voting machines, and they were saying they were switching all these votes. Huge exposés from every liberal magazine uh, about how look at these voting patterns and mm-hmm. and all these things that they're now saying are is election. Uh, you know. Uh, malfeasance and uh, misleading and all of these other things they were all doing in 2004 i mean none of this stuff stands out from the from the perspective of campaigns try to win elections that's what they try to do and they're going to try everything they can to try to win this election i tend to agree with with alan in that you know look there's no reason you know joe biden can't get daily presidential updates as he's getting as he's preparing for this transition it doesn't have to happen it's not going to be the end of the world even biden himself has said we can still get through this without getting that stuff done i mean i'd like to see that stuff happen just you know who knows who knows how it turns out i don't see why there's any reason why those things couldn't go on but still there is it is a difficult road here and we've tried to lay that out for people i think like there we've had callers who've called up and said like i know he's gonna win i know he's gonna win it's gonna be hard i mean think about it just from this perspective glenn if you believe this was a fraudulent election and everything was was you know uh overturned you're depending on a system that you believe is so corrupt and now you're expecting that same system to overturn their corruption and bring it back to donald trump it's gonna be difficult i think i think it's it's smart to look at that and say this is a challenging battle that does not mean you don't fight it, but it's a challenging battle. And if you have incredible evidence, they're just going to have to, to release it as quickly as possible. More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So imagine you're making a list of the gifts that you're going to buy for the holidays, and then someone gives you the money to buy, you know, one of them. Sound good? Well, that's kind of what Honey is doing. It's called the Great Honey Giveaway. And they are helping pay a million dollars worth of free gifts this season. That's thousands of prizes every single week. This is the same honey that automatically searches and applies promo codes to your cart. If you are Christmas shopping online and you're not using honey, you are you're throwing money away that you don't need to. Honey will watch. You just you can make a list of all the gifts you want from certain stores and they will watch 24 seven to let you know when the price drops. And here's how the great Honey uh, gift away works. You add Honey to your computer. You create the free account. You start putting gifts on your drop list for a chance to win them. Honey will randomly select winners and give them the money to, to buy something on their list. Here's the fine print. No purchase necessary. You have to have a PayPal account to redeem the prize. Giveaway ends December 21st. Valid only in the U.S. To enter and get rules, go to joinhoney.com slash back. Joinhoney.com slash back. Would you like to save 30 bucks on your Blaze TV subscription? You can do it. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. Let's go to uh, Dan in Michigan, or I'm sorry, in Minnesota. Uh, welcome. Hey, Glenn. To, hey, how are you? 
I'm good. How are you, Glenn? Very good. Glenn, I'm just confused. I'm just confused. Maybe it's because I didn't see the videos of the um, uh, assaults and uh, fighting on Saturday. Yeah. But when you when you said that Dr. King was right, we shouldn't fight. No, are no. you saying that we shouldn't we we shouldn't initiate a fight, but <clears throat> we can defend ourselves? I'm not, I'm not following. Yeah. Okay. King didn't defend himself. In fact, you were kicked off his marches if you defended yourself. Um, because he knew the power of the press and he knew any time anyone would take a swing, that's all the press would cover. And so he required you to take the beating. If you were going to walk with him, didn't matter if you if if you were if you were clubbed in the face. In fact, his his uh, own uh, niece, uh, Alvita, is the one who <laughs> told me about this. She said, I was marching and she said, uh, my friend was pulled out and was being beaten up, and I went to go help her, and we both ended up in jail. And she said, nobody came to bail us out. And the next day, um, Alveda King's father, Martin Luther King's brother, came and said, we didn't come bail you out because you broke the rules. You knew. Even, and she said, my best friend was being beaten. She, he said, you knew. You do nothing. You do nothing. Um, and that was really the key uh, to him winning. It is the same thing that Gandhi said. Uh, it's the same approach Jesus took. But it's the, the, the same thing. If you're going into a crowd, you can't, you can't become aggressive, even if you're not the aggressor, just because that's all the media will cover, all they will show is uh is that person taking a swing on the donald trump so side a strategic choice to try to convert others to to persuade Correct. others but that's not necessarily what you're advocating you're not necessarily advocating people take clubs to the face right i mean you try certainly no. you try to escape the situation is at the very least but yeah uh, you, I, you do defend yourself right i mean not it, with king or with with gandhi no you take it so what are you, are you advocating that exact approach? I am advocating or are you that, that if, if modified approach. Uh, no, I'm advocating that if you can't take the punch, then you shouldn't you shouldn't go because the they are looking for anything and everything uh, and they will blame any violence on us. Now, mm-hmm. that that is different than. You know, you can you can talk about self-defense, but this self-defense doesn't come into play, I think, if you're marching uh, for this particular cause. If you're marching, I would take the Martin Luther King approach that you can march right into the jaws of hell, but know that when the jaws of hell come gaping open for you, you chose to be there. Now, what message do you want to send? Because it's not about you. It really is. If you're marching, it is not about you. It's about the message. If you are on the street and somebody pummels you because you're wearing a MAGA hat, that's a different story. Right. But if you are, if you are marching with the group 
you have to know it's no longer about you. It's about the message. I'm part of a marching group that's burning down auto zones and Napa auto parts around the country. <laughs> Are you really? How do you feel about that tactic? I think. Well, I don't appreciate it myself, <laughs> no. but hey, it's nonviolent. It seems to be winning the day. It's it very does. persuasive. It does. Apparently, you know, does. burn down targets and Wendy's yeah. and people seem to give you really good media coverage these days. I, at some point, it, it feels hopeless. Uh, when it comes to trying to convince the media to cover no, these things the well. media is not going to cover no. it. The media is not going to cover it, but you don't want to give them uh, anything. Free propaganda. Yeah, essentially. You, yeah. What they'll do is the only thing they will cover is that. So you can't do it. And you still have enough opportunities. If people are taping to show who the aggressor is and you can't have any confusion at all, on who the aggressor is. Well, that's like what, you know, this is what's tough is like the Nicholas Sandman thing is a good example of this, right? He did exactly what you'd advocate. Yep. And I will say in the at the end of the day, and he wasn't getting beaten, of course, he, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of people were convinced the media was lying to them after that incident. I think I, I've talked to people who who actually posted hateful you know screeds against this kid mm-hmm. and then we're like whoa i didn't see this whole thing mm-hmm. i didn't see this whole video they didn't show it to me now that i've seen the whole video we need to like revise what we, we said initially and you know like you got to be, being on the right side of the truth is a big part of this and if it's not we're screwed anyway right like at the end of the day if, if the tech companies are going to censor everything that we put out there that's true we're in big trouble as it is that's why if uh, verbally if you are if you are in a verbal fight, Kavanaugh was a verbal fight mm-hmm. that was played, I think, like Martin Luther King would have played it. There was there was no uh, you remember during the testimony, the the Republicans did not go after her with scorched earth. The Democrats went after him, scorched earth, do anything to destroy. The Republicans were kind to her. And then what happened? After everybody was kind on the right, that's when Kavanaugh stood up and he had righteous indignation Mm -hmm. and he didn't blast anything other than the system and the lies. This is not true. And that's what turned the hearts of people. People like an underdog. People like the little guy. They don't like people fighting in the streets. And when you have two people, you know, it's like it's almost America has turned into, you know, the Denny's syrup fights. You remember those fights that were started like at Denny's all the time about five years ago? We always seem to be seeing <laughs> fights with these people that were just pulling each other's hair and going yeah. crazy. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's almost like America has turned into that. And only the person that would be like, dude, 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 it's maple syrup. It's maple syrup. It's just maple syrup. You can have it. I'm not fighting you over it. Then you know quickly who the good guy is, who the bad guy is. And you have to make a first impression every single time. You can't give them any fuel. I get what you're saying, but I will not rest until every auto parts store is burned to the ground. If well, if another air filter is sold in this country, I'm calling for a revolt. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's what's great about America. Right? Yeah. We can all have different points of view mm. and we can all peacefully burn down auto parts. That's true. Stores. Most most mostly peaceful. Uh, yeah, mostly mostly pe- mostly CNN <laughs> yeah. mostly peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Our sponsor this half hour is Rough Greens. It's hard to know what to feed your dog these days. If you walk down the dog food aisle in the store, you're met with a hundred different types of dog food, although most of them are just variations of the same theme. The majority of dog food, of course, is kibble food. Stuff comes in the bag. That's dead food. It's dead. Uh, I mean, it's not like there's a cow in any of these things fighting its way to get out, but I mean all of the healthy stuff has been cooked and sterilized so it can last up to two years on the shelves well your dog needs the vitamins and minerals and the probiotics and the omega oils that you get i mean that's why you take supplements you know the drill the dog is not really different here's the good news when you sprinkle rough greens on the food that's the supplement your dog needs so whatever you're feeding your dog fine but you're reintroducing all those healthy things into his diet. And it is, it's amazing. The dogs that we have seen and the dogs we've heard about that are taking it all love it. Uno just loves it. I want you to try it out. Make sure your dog loves it. And then start to put that on his food every single day. And you will see a difference in your dog. You really will. It'll start with him just or her really just loving the food. And then it goes in, turns into something else. It's uh, honestly, it was like Uno was sick, and you know, eight months later, he's no longer sick. I mean, he wasn't sick, but he wasn't getting the stuff and the nutrition he needed. He is a different dog. Feed your dog Rough Greens now. R U F F Greens dot com slash back. Rough Greens dot com slash back. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Woody in Virginia, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you, sir. Uh, Mr. Beck, I have a lot of respect for you and your show. Loved it for decades now. Thank you. Um, but I think, you're, I think you've contradicted yourself some here in, All right. your, in your statements from a few moments ago. You've been t- I've heard you talk about the Holocaust mm-hmm. and what if, uh, instead of just quietly uh, obeying authority, um, the Jews in Germany and Europe would have fought back. And while I agree, I abhor violence. Having served, I understand what it means to take a life in violence. But whether or not you're in a march, if if we don't defend ourselves now and vigorously, um, I fear we're on the start of the long, dark night. So I modern progressive. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I don't feel I'm not equating the modern progressive left with, you know, uh, Stalin and Pol Pot and Hitler. But the start of all of these movements, be it Gentile or Marxism, fascism or communism, always, always historically end up the same way. Mm-hmm. And if we don't hold our ground now, I can see six million conservatives in re-education camps in the next 10 years. So I could tell you, Woody, that I could play that scenario out and arrive exactly at the same place. Here's where I think we disagree. You're talking about a march. What is the goal of a march? Depending on the march itself, the goal of a march is to support an ideal, a cause, or a person. In this case, the march would support the MAGA movement and the president. Okay. And is Um, it it just to – so are you just sending one message to one man, or is there a reason why it's very, very public? There's a reason it's a public. The message is meant for the entire nation. And I I understand and agree with your philosophy that the media – 
if we use violence to counter violence, the media is going to portray our side or my side, the conservative side, in the worst light. Yeah, they're going to do it that anyway. But... It, that's that's my point. It, it would make it would be different if the media were portraying things fairly. It doesn't matter if we fight back or not. I read the headlines this morning and yesterday, mm-hmm. and they all imply that it was the MAGA, the mm-hmm. Trump supporters, the conservatives that started the violence. Right, and if so you're, if you and so the, the, the here's the, here's the problem. The march. Now, I'm talking about a march. I'm not talking about defending your country. I'm not uh, talking about defending uh, yourself uh, as an individual. Somebody comes on my property and they wish me ill will or my family ill will. I am going to defend myself and my family, and I will do it as violently as necessary. Um, So I, I want you to know I'm separating things out, and we're talking specifically about marches. A march, the reason we do marches is to send a message to those people in America, not the press, not to anybody else, but to get someone's heart to change, to see that and go, huh, that's not what I thought it was. When that happens, that's a successful march. Now, the media has done everything they can to the Tea Party and everybody else for a long time. But we made a huge impact. And if you don't believe me, uh, talk to Barack Obama. Barack Obama uh, started his his own organization to bring down Donald Trump because of the Tea Party. He said the Tea Party was so effective at at harming his agenda and slowing them down. That's why you get so much pushback on it. But it is critical that the the marches remain peaceful always. And it it requires great discipline. But it's not because you're going out that you, you should not march if you're angry and, you know, you just want whatever. No, you're doing a march for the reason to change people's hearts to show support for something that you believe in. And what you believe in is the Constitution and rule of law and goodness and that America is great and can be made even greater than it has been in the past. That won't be the message if you strike back. If you don't and somebody strikes you, that will be seen And Americans don't like bullies. They don't like what's happening with BLM. Look at the look at the ratings of of BLM. They were in the 70s. Their approval ratings were in the 70s just a few months ago. They're in the 20s or 30s now. Why? Because Americans started to see that they were violent, even though the press the entire time said they weren't. Everyone in the press has been doing the opposite of what they've done to the Tea Party and to MAGA supporters. But look what's happening. Look at just making it. Go ahead. You're making excellent points. And overall, I agree with you. I think you're 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 being a little bit naive, though, sir. When you think (laughs) that out of out of one hundred thousand to three hundred thousand people going to a march, a lot of those people aren't driven to the march because of the anger of what they're seeing happening to the Constitution and the nation. Um, I've been to marches, and sometimes I've been angry. Sometimes I haven't been. 
I just do not, and I don't think this is a point we can agree on, even though I have a world of respect for your position and your points. At, when it comes to a, at a time when the nation is literally, I believe, in peril. I do, too. When you're at a march demonstrating and, and peacefully demonstrating and cleaning up like we did the last time on the mall. We left less oh, trash than when we got there. I know. If we are violently attacked, then we have to defend ourselves. Unfortunately, we cannot be- we cannot count on the police department in Washington D.C. to defend us. I they don't won't. think I Woody and I I respect you, and you know I could be wrong on this. This is just my opinion, but I've read a lot of Martin Luther King, Gandhi, and Jesus, and uh, I don't think it's naive. If you think you are more angry at injustice than those black people in the south that had fire hoses opened up and dogs sicked on them Uh, i think you're mistaken i think that was a that was years and years and years of taking it and that's what martin luther king said we have to take it to be able to conquer it uh and i know you're not suggesting a malcolm x approach but he was the opposite swing back Hey, everybody knows PayPal, but did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? Honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add Honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button when it pops up. A few seconds later, Honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, lululemon macy's honey has found over two billion dollars in savings that's why they have over a hundred thousand five-star reviews on google chrome store not using honey is literally passing up free money it is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds get money for free by joining honey join honey.com slash back that's join honey.com slash back this is the glenbeck program so have you taken out your uh, third mortgage yet for your Peloton? Uh, if uh, answer to that is you really would rather not do that, you might want to think about Echelon. Echelon, when it comes to getting in shape and staying there, there's nothing uh, that quite rivals the feeling of accomplishment when you hit your fitness goals. Uh, Glenn's just going to walk right in front of that camera, isn't he? Yeah, thought he might. Uh, <laughs> uh, Echelon is, you know, it, it is a, it's a connected, they have all sorts of great fitness equipment that's connected. Um, you know, and if you want to hit the gym whenever you can, you can know, you know, you can really knock this thing out in a way that will save you a lot of money. You get all this great quality, awesome technology, all the stuff that you can get from some of these other people who will charge you two and three and four times as much fitness, connected fitness bikes and mirrors and all the cool things that they have. Uh, no matter what your favorite fitness activity is, Echelon is going to give you a fun and challenging workout, all from the comfort of your own home. World-class instructors will motivate you with thousands of daily live and on-demand studio classes. Check it out. Uh, it's uh, Echelon. Uh, Echelon is great. You can check it out. Echelonfit.com slash Beck. Echelonfit.com slash Beck. You're about to hear is the fusion. 
of Are entertainment and enlightenment. This Are you in Radio Hall of Fame? The Glenn no. Beck Program. Hello and welcome to the uh, program. It's Monday and uh, we've got a lot to report. A lot of people went to the uh, march over the weekend, including Elijah Schaefer. He was there uh, and he has a lot to report. It's not exactly what the media is reporting. Surprise, surprise. Elijah Schaefer was there, as were the Blaze cameras. We go to him in 60 seconds. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Oh, man. There's, you know what, you know what could, could happen to you in the next couple of days that you would just love? Okay, here we are, getting ready for Thanksgiving. How about your car breaking down? Wouldn't that be great right oh. now? Wouldn't that be? Oh my gosh. I'm giving thanks for my, that. My heart rate would just be, I, mm. my, I would have to go on a full-fledged duct tape alert. I really think that it would be uh, too much for me to handle right now. Oh, cranking on the old blood pressure as you're sitting there and you're just waiting for something to, waiting for something to happen, maybe money to fall from the sky. Here's the thing. You don't have to worry about any of this if you have Car Shield. When it comes to safeguarding your car against disasters that might come your way, the number one place to turn is Car Shield. They have customizable monthly plans with low rates. You have the freedom to choose whether you have your car worked on by your own mechanic or the dealership, and they deal with them directly so you don't have to worry about waiting for a check in the mail. Don't dread car repairs. With CarShield, I have peace of mind. You can get covered today. See why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157. Mention the promo code BECK or visit carshield.com, promo code BECK, and save 10%. carshield.com, promo code BECK. A deductible may apply. We go now to Mr. Elijah Schaefer. Uh, who is, of course, part of uh, Blaze TV. He's the Blaze TV host of Slightly Offensive. Uh, and just slightly. I never saw, I've never seen anything offensive at all you know, from I, Elijah. I don't know why he keeps saying he's slightly offensive. Yeah, anyway, he was there at the uh, DC Million MAGA March, uh, and uh, he has this to report. Hello, Elijah. Hello, Glenn and Stu. How are you guys doing? Good. Are you still in DC? You know, I just got back to Dallas. Thank God. Okay. That is a, definitely a swamp, so I'm happy to be home. Yeah, good. So tell me about the march. You know, um, despite reports, I know when I woke up, there was already disinformation. People were taking pictures at 7 a.m. saying that there was a low turnout. <laughs> um, people were uploading black and white pictures uh, of Nazi Germany, saying that, you know, these were some, some low-res images of people gathering um, I mean, that was no shocker there, but by about 10 o'clock, you already saw maybe 10,000 or more people uh, gathering together, and the group had gotten so large that I didn't realize how big it was until not only could I not find my team, but uh, we couldn't even get hold of each other because cell service completely stopped working in the area. There were families, um, every type of group um, that was out there, despite reports, it was not full of militias. And Proud Boys and different groups that they want to try to use to say that, that this, these are who were leading the event. Some, some of these people were there. There's no, I have no problem with them at all. Um, but this was 95 to 99% just families, people who love America, um, chanting uh, USA, waving American flags, giving a lot of love. There was every race, sexual orientation uh, there. This was, a, this was a, a, a march of unity, a march of love. And when they talk about a time to heal, 
these are the people that I would trust to do that. So um, we were just having a discussion and the the audience may be upset with me uh, because I believe marches are to change people's hearts. It's not for the individual to march. It's not for uh, anything else. It's to send a message and you were sending a message of support to Donald Trump, but you're also sending a message to the American people. Now, whether they see that or not through the media doesn't matter. And we know that the media is is actually um, not a, not effective anymore. People are seeing through their lies. Um, and so when somebody is um, attacked, do you believe I believe it is absolutely their right to uh defend themselves but are you a more of a martin luther king guy or or not no i you know i know as, as a member of the press i have to be a little bit more careful not to fight back because uh when it comes to especially right-wing media they want us to seem like we're violent or agitators and so you know i, I try to de-escalate as much as possible but it is it is in the rights of of americans to defend themselves and and I will say this, you know, uh, earlier on in the day, I recorded multiple assaults. Um, you know, anti-Trump protesters were targeting individuals. I've actually recorded at least four arrests mm. of anti-Trump protesters. Uh, I might what were they doing? What were they doing, Elijah? Throwing, throwing water, uh, full water bottles at the heads of Trump supporters walking by, throwing rocks, projectiles. That's um, crazy. And in- including one individual who was, you know, he was a white liberal Biden supporter. This is how it always is. I mean, your your listeners know he was a white liberal Biden supporter. He had Biden, he was had anti-Trump signs talking about Biden, yelling insults and derogatory slurs at a first-generation Mexican American immigrant <laughs> woman. Um, you know who she the world been, is upside down, man. It is totally yeah. upside down. Well, yeah, and we we know, and that's what this is. And I, and I asked him, "Hey, man, so what are you out here doing?" And he immediately assaulted me. Uh, by smashing his bicycle up against me and put, hitting me in the head with his you know, bike helmet on, uh, headbutting me. And I'm just going to say this. When the media says that the Trump supporters were inciting violence, I guess they meant asking people questions, walking down the street. I mean, at this point to the media, Trump supporters can do no right. Uh, and I think that's why they took matters into their own hands, because police, I, I'll tell you this, you know, with some connections in the police department, police were in some ways standing down. They were looking more for ways to cite or to keep uh, like a zero tolerance policy to keep Trump supporters in line. And I can definitely tell you the police were not helping Trump supporters who were getting attacked. In fact, when Trump supporters Mm -hmm. would get surrounded by Black Lives Matter activists and Antifa, even when they were one half block away from their hotel, the police would block them and make them go back around through the lines of the anti-Trump protesters. The police were coercing uh, the the Trump supporters into the the line of attack. So if you're wow. in that position where law enforcement isn't protecting you and you're forced to go through an area of antagonism, if you don't have the right to defend yourself, then what right do you have? Wow, that is that's really bad. That is really bad. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Elijah. All of his you, about all of his video, everything you can see it on Blaze TV or Blaze the Blaze dot com, uh, our news site. And I, I urge you to uh, to watch it. It's an interesting uh, conversation going back to our previous one, because you, you mentioned this here and I don't think you said this before. 
Is it morally justifiable for you to defend yourself when you're in the middle of a margin being attacked? It is my God-given right Mm -hmm. to defend myself at all times. So you're I don't care if I'm standing next to the Pope. The Pope starts to assault me. It's my God-given right to defend myself. And the Pope has a really nasty left uppercut. Have you Man, ever seen have it? You oh, ever my seen, gosh, yeah, this guy. Right? Oh, yeah. This uh, guy's not only a socialist, but he's a fighter. <laughs> uh, as if those things are uh, more uh, in opposition to each <laughs> yeah. other. Um, but, like, you're saying that it's not a moral a question of moral justification. It's a question of the best strategy to, to, to accomplish your goals um, when so you're look, marching. if you're in the march, see, I even separate the people that he said as they were going to their hotels, police blocked them in. They needed to get through. They were being forced to go through a hostile crowd. Well, I don't recommend that you take them on, but, you know, I would do everything I could to escape. But if you have to defend yourself there to get out, that's fine. But in the march, in the march. If somebody is doing something, you are part of a a group that is trying to uh, have a well-crafted narrative. And that narrative is aimed right to that that suburban woman who is seeing things go on in her area, believes the press, has no reason to doubt. You need the videos that appe- that appeal to her. Where she sees the truth. How many times have you met somebody who said, you know, when when the Kavanaugh thing happened, I started really paying attention and I started I started doing my own homework and I started listening to other people. That's what a march is for, is to get them one image, one thing that makes them say, I wonder what this is about, because I don't think this is this isn't reflecting the violence that everybody is saying it is. That's what happened with BLM. The media was saying they're not violent. They're not violent. They're not violent. Well, everybody could see they were. As soon as the night went down, it was violence. And they could see that. And so they started doing their own thinking and their own work. That's the point of these marches. The media is doing the opposite to these marches and to any Trump supporter that they're doing to Black Lives Matter. The people saw for themselves And they refuse to deny what their eyes told them. So you need to be extraordinarily disciplined. Look, this is not my strategy. This is Gandhi, Martin Luther King. And so it is morally absolutely right. And you're justified to defend yourself. You are. Somebody throwing rocks at your head. If you're in fear for your life or you're in danger, you have every right to defend yourself morally. I'm talking strategically because it's interesting because you can, I think, hear in Elijah him making that same choice in a different area because Elijah would be absolutely morally justified to fight back himself as a human being when he's attacked. But as he said, I have to be very careful about that because of conservative media and they will paint all conservative media members as hate-mongering, violent people Correct. if I do that. So he holds back and doesn't do that. You, and it, it, the question is, I guess, whether if that's the message you're trying to send or not. Because if, Well, if I, I'm not in charge think, of these marches. No, so, yeah. I, you know. And, I'm and, saying on a personal level, making yeah, that choice. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if I were doing these marches, uh, I, I would do what we did in, uh, in Birmingham. And everybody said, why are you doing this? 
we had you take the the pledge of nonviolence from Martin Luther King to march with us. I didn't do it because we were going to come under attack. I did it to start planting the seeds that that's the kind of discipline you're going to need in the future. And there, the, and here, and here we are. I want to make it really clear. We're trying to save the country. So we fight in the courts. We fight every legal means that we can possibly do. We, uh, we fight online. We fight for our children in schools. We stand up. I am not saying that you become soft or you, you're not outspoken. You must be outspoken. You have to stand. You have to stand. There are no sidelines here. But a march is a strategic event. And you have to understand the strategy of what that's trying to do. That's one piece of a strategy to save your country. And if someone, if these, if, if Antifa came to my house and they were going to come to my house, uh, I'm going to use my God-given right because they're attacking my house. And if it means I go to jail like that couple in Georgia may go to jail, well, so be it. They had every right to stand. Was it Georgia? St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. St. Louis. Um, they had every right to stand in front of their house and say, get out of my property. Get, you're climbing over the fence. We're in fear for our life. They had every right to defend themselves. You're threatening me and my house. You're threatening my country. I'm going to stand. You take my country. You take my country. I'm going to stand. It's true. I, you know, it's it's interesting because I think it is a difficult battle for people to wage because people would look at this and say, like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of I'm sick of people pushing me around. But if you look at like one of the probably the best, the the, the most successful conservative sort of one of these stories that's worked out on the on the right side of truth here was probably Nicholas Sandman, right? I mean, to the, to the extent that he's extracted millions of dollars from major media organizations. And the reason was there was absolutely no doubt what he did was right mm-hmm. because he just stood there and he, he took insults. People were people. I mean, remember, he, people were saying all sorts of terrible things about him. Guy getting in his face and he stood there without doing anything and that strategically strategically it was the right thing to do and i don't know in that moment i don't know what he was thinking but i mean he didn't he didn't cross that line it's a difficult it's a difficult balance because you know i mean as a human being you have those real emotions and those real those real battles i think internally oh how do you handle those because you're not going to be able to keep a, a, a giant group from having some people who break those 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 uh king did king king was able to, to but he had to largely do that he had he had marchers that were captains he had everybody yeah. broken down to like a certain number of people per captain and that captain marched with in the line with their with his you know 25 or 50 people and he was and that captain was stay in line stay in line stay in line as they were shouting things throwing things at them stay in line and it is only because they were willing to be, look, this didn't work in Germany because they lost 
their faith in Christ. The Judeo-Christian values were lost in Germany. And that's when you had Bonhoeffer stand up, who was a pacifist and a preacher, said that Jesus is the way to go. Gandhi is the way to go. But he changed because the people had lost Christ. We haven't lost Christ. Gandhi knew he was fighting against England and the Judeo-Christian world that understood the peacemaker. That's why he was successful. We're not in a position where we have lost the Judeo-Christian. We're close. We're headed in that direction, but we're not there yet. And that message will still work for that suburban woman who is frightened for her children, doesn't know who to trust, give her some something and someone to trust. And by the way, this is not a slam on the MAGA march. I thought I thought it was good. I thought everything was great. I thought they did a great job singing at the end. I, I just thought it was great. Wish I would have been there. Uh, the holidays are time for family, joyous celebrations, and giving back to your community. But if you're spending more time online during the holidays, shopping and browsing, you could unknowingly be giving away a lot more than you want to be, like your personal information to cyber criminals. But with Norton 360, you'll get real-time protection against all existing and emergency cyber threats that put your personal information at risk, including device security with a VPN and bank-grade encryption. It's a toolbox that protects things like your logins and your passwords, makes you more secure when you're on Wi-Fi. Even if it's public Wi-Fi, it's about as safe as a cargo ship in Somali waters. But with Norton 360, you're going to get the powerhouse of cybersecurity so you don't have to worry. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360, the best way to keep your family uh, you know, safe and going all year long, save up to 50% off your annual subscription now, your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. That's Norton.com slash Beck. Save 50% now. Norton.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Let me go to Rick in Indiana. Hi, Rick. Hey, good morning to everybody, and thank you for taking my call. You bet. Um, I'll be very brief. I, I um, like many um, that were there, spent a fairly large amount of hard-earned money yeah. for last-minute travel to attend. And I went for one reason, and it was to say thank you to a president who stood up for so many of the things that I value. Um, and I, I've got a handful of observations. If you're interested, I'll share them. I am. Well, um, it was exceptionally peaceful. Yep. And I'd use the word loving. Um, there were times where we held hands in mass, bowed our heads in prayer. Uh, all faiths were welcomed. Um, of course, there were American flags, Israeli for Trump flags. Hong Kong for Trump flags. I even saw a uh, Filipinos for Trump flag. Um, and, the, you know, the crowd ranged from white collar to bikers. Um, and Stu will be uh, thrilled to learn that I even saw a couple gay pride for Trump flags. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stu so. is the gay character on the show, as you know, right? So, Gives us know, protections. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a big tent. It's a yeah. big tent. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I am. I am so glad to hear this. I, I will tell you, Rick, that uh, I love going into conservative crowds when they are are like they were this weekend. It, it is an inviting, loving circle. It really is. Yes, it was. It, it, I, it, it was exactly what I needed. It lifted my spirits. Good for um, you. Regardless of how this election ends up. It lifted my spirits. What a great way to look at it, too, that you wanted to go and say thank you to uh, yeah. to a man who stood for you. That's that's a great and way to do it. May I share a, a, a humorous moment before I... Uh, before yeah, I real quick, up. I have 30 seconds. Yeah, very quick. No, this will take less than that. So um, there was a rare moment where the crowd got a little quiet when we were assembled listening to the speakers. And a lone voice somehow rose above the tens of thousands and shouted out, release the kraken and everybody just bellowed with, with laughter god bless you man thank you rick in indiana appreciate your call 888-727-BECK uh i'm gonna take you to a very fun very very fun place uh of of just amusement called cuomo land with your host Stu next <laughs> All right, uh, but first, let me tell you about Relief Factor. If you're one of the millions of Americans who live their life in frequent pain and often debilitating pain, uh, what would you give to be free of it? How about 20 bucks? I mean, if you have been in that kind of pain, 20 bucks is a no-brainer. Even if it's your last 20 bucks, you'd give it to be able to get out of pain. Well, relief factor, I paid my 20 bucks and I tried it for three weeks and it was over the holidays, what, three years ago now. And I'm still taking it three times a day because it has changed my life. It has allowed me to live the life that I want to live again. It's relief factor. 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. So 20 bucks, you could get your life back. It's worth a whirl, isn't it? Just try it. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. And get your life back with ReliefFactor.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. Saves 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Oh, my God. I have to tell you, I I look up. I have uh, I have all these uh, televisions uh, in front of me, and one of them is split screen, so I can watch all of the networks and the cable news networks. And I look up into the corner of one, and it said, uh, "Conservatives blast big tech over perceived violence or perceived uh, bias." And I look at Stu, and I said, "How how is this perceived?" bias at this point <laughs> right. and then i then i just thought about it for a second i went wait a minute that's the upper right hand corner that's fox <laughs> that's coming from fox mm. i thought that was like a, an msnbc headline yeah <laughs> no just, that's uh where we are apparently oh my gosh mm-hmm. did you we we played the uh video earlier can we play the video of uh of fox from the weekend just a little bit I, I saw what this. What do you want to have happen with those 700,000 votes? The ballots are already That's mixed the in. anchor of Fox. You just want 700,000 votes deducted on. from, we from Biden's total? We want to make sure total? that conversation happens. 
You're trying to say this is done and over. The media I'm not. I'm, I'm this not done and, done and over. I'm but asking you where you're going to find the votes to pull ahead. Oh, my gosh. Where are the votes to pull ahead? forward. The, that, this is now my third time to try to get this answer out. The legal path ahead exists here because there are clear constitutional okay. violations that ahead. Stop. That, that is that's this new Fox News. I saw that this weekend and I thought there's no reason to ever, ever check them ever again. I mean, they have become so quickly they have. And do you think it's that they're covering their ass? Uh I, maybe I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, look, they've Fox has always had Democrats on the air and yeah, but not, you know, not like this. this is this is a change in direction. Yeah, it does seem like they're they've made a they're making a statement of some sort here. I mean, it could be that they're they're trying to do that, but it's like they've that's been the opposite of what they've done the entire time. Now, remember, you go back and this is the time when Roger Ailes was there, right? Like Roger had a real worldview and wanted to and it had had a had a belief that there was a large section of the American populace that couldn't get their viewpoint represented. And uh, there still is. And there still is. There I mean, still but, is. But Roger's not there anymore. Yeah, you know? I know. I mean, I know. so it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different, uh, Join us at Blaze TV, will you? <laughs> okay, yeah, Blaze that's, that's TV. Yes. slash Glenn. You'll <laughs> save thirty bucks right now. Promo code Glenn. Um, uh, by the way, speaking of Fox News, I, I was listening to Janice Dean, uh, who is I think she's the weather anchor. Uh, yeah, meteorologist. Yeah, yes. meteorologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I heard her on the Megan Kelly show. And she was talking about your favorite subject, <laughs> Cuomo. Yes. Did you hear this? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I'm listening to Megyn Kelly and all of a sudden spilling out into my house is this. This guy, Stu Bergier at The Blaze, he did a great timeline of Governor Cuomo and it, like all the crap that President Trump got for allegedly mishandling COVID, which really kind of led to his problems in this election. You know, if you look at the number one issue for the majority of voters, it was COVID and the people for whom that was an issue voted against him. Um, He did like a little timeline on Cuomo. And I just I did a couple of bullets. I'm just going to read for the audience so you understand. This is what happened from the guy who's just published a book being touted by the media Hmm. on leadership lessons in handling COVID. Okay, Uh, three, two, March 2nd. He says, New Yorkers are worrying too much about this. 3-4, March 4th. The pandemic is being caused by fear. 3-6. More people are dying from the flu than from COVID. Remember how that was awful to say? Well, he said it. March 8th. Go on the subway. March 9th. This fear is unwarranted. March 11th. Uh, his brother, Chris, Cu- Chris Cuomo, after a six-year ban in interviewing his brother, is now allowed to interview him. And it's a joke. No hard questions. March 12th. Uh, there's not going to be any quarantine. March 18th, there's not going to be a quarantine. There's not going to be a shelter in place order for New York. March 19th, no shutdown is coming. March 20th, New York is shutting down. <laughs> Literally the day <laughs> after he said no shutdown is coming. It happened and it came three days after he slammed New York City uh, Mayor uh, Bill de Blasio for even suggesting that there would be a shutdown. And as Stu points out, it's very hard to be on the wrong end of an argument with Mayor de Blasio. But Governor Cuomo <laughs> found a way to do it. <laughs> um, OK, then March 24th, once again, on, with Chris Cuomo yucking it up about how funny and funny and, you know, l- so much levity. It's such a good time. The very next day. He issues that order that that you could easily make the case directly led to over 6000 deaths of seniors. Um, 
March 29th, that's when the, the people were jumping up and down saying, this is dangerous, this is dangerous. He didn't listen. And now he's out there celebrating himself as the media enables his being anointed as this politician, America's governor, p- perhaps a cabinet member, perhaps even a president. It's oh. gross. Uh, so that was Stu doing show prep for Megan Kelly. <laughs> we, did uh, the, we did the timeline on the no, show, no, too. I, no, no, I know. Uh, it was from an op-ed piece uh, in uh, the New York Post. And I bring this up not only because I thought it was cool that, that uh, they were talking about it, uh, and Janice Dean, I got to get her on because she's, she's more fantastic. She's more hot than you are on well, this. Well, yeah, she lost. I mean, her her husband's both of their parents died seemingly directly because of what Andrew Cuomo did in New York. She uh, is, and she has been uh, she has been fantastic in front of this the entire time. She's absolutely fearless talking about this stuff. And in New York, it's not easy. I mean, she's talked about how. People have said, hey, we really we understand what you're saying about Cuomo, but watch your back. I mean, that is like she <laughs> it is a tough place for her to stand up. And she's done it over and over and over again. Thank God, because I, honestly, without her, I don't know that anyone would even be talking about this. I mean, we've been blabbing about it on Studios America for a while, but, you know, it's tough to it's tough to get that out. And, and she's been really, really brave with this stuff. Well, we have great. to see if she'll come on because yeah. she, she is she's fantastic. And the two of you, it's kind <laughs> of like don't cross the streams. I'm not sure if every cell in our body <laughs> will suddenly turn inside out. Well, it's so frustrating, Glenn, because it's not just that he had the worst single uh, coronavirus response in the world. It's not just that. It's that he also is constantly bragging about it and constantly lying about it and and then at the same time getting universal praise over it like glenn there's absolutely no disagreement with with this andrew cuomo <laughs> i gotta go ahead andrew cuomo okay came out and has said mm-hmm. that he passed this order to put people in port covid positive patients into uh into uh nursing nursing homes and we know this is responsible for thousands of deaths likely right but we know for 100 percent he did that order right Mm -hmm. we also know new york is the only state in the union that does not count nursing home deaths of people who were in the nursing home and got really sick and they took them to the hospital and then he died in the hospital every other state in the union counts them correctly and says those are nursing home people that's where they got the covid so we should count them as nursing home deaths only only new york does the opposite right so step back from that for a second Mm -hmm. and then realize that when pressed on the on part number one where he passed this order about nursing homes he uses the low number of nursing home deaths in New York as his defense. <laughs> now, he is the only state in the union that, ca- that calculates the deaths this way. So the only reason his deaths are low is because he's lying to New York and lying to the American people about how many people have died in these nursing homes. And he uses that literally as his defense. His lie is his defense for his murderous <sighs> actions in the state. Okay, well, let me just, I don't want to set you off. i don't want to set you off but let me tell you what he's doing now okay he announced this yesterday he's going to do you know this he's going to take legal action against the trump administration to ensure the equitable distribution of the vaccine in new york 
The Trump administration, this is a quote, is designing the distribution plan, and their plan basically has private health care companies administer the mm-hmm. vaccines. The president talks about CVS and Walgreens and national chains. Sure, but they're mainly located in rich communities. <laughs> Wait, really? CVS and Walgreens, that's a that's a rich community kind of thing. OK, not in poor communities. There's 10,000 no, CVS. No, no, no. In the Those States. are all in rich communities. I know when I go look for a house, I'm like. Does it have a CVS <laughs> nearby? There's, and they're like, there's 10 course <laughs> muffin. Of course, <laughs> of course. A, course, there's a CVS nearby <laughs> and a Walgreens. <laughs> it's right next to Tiffany's <laughs> <laughs> CVS, Tiffany's Walgreens all in a row. <laughs> there's 9,277 Walgreens in the United States and 10,000 CVSs. I will say they're usually right across the street from each other in my experience for <laughs> I mean, some reason. I've seen them in good parts of town. I've and seen them in bad course. parts of town. Yeah, there's there's national there's pharmacies all over the well, place. Well, listen, he he says this. The mm-hmm. president talks about CVS and Walgreens and national change, sure, but they're mainly located in rich communities, not in poor communities. My friends, uh, I'm still quoting. We cannot compound the racial injustice that COVID has already created. Let me be clear: the black and brown communities that were first on the list of those who died cannot be last on the list who received oh, the vaccine. Look at him try to play up to these progressive. I know. Uh, so he is. He, the state, is joining the NAACP and the Urban League in an attempt to correct the problems that he sees. I've tried to work with the Trump administration and argue morality and principle for four years. Oh, stop it. You're better off to argue with a rock, but it's not just about morality. There can be no more fundamental right in this moment than access to the vaccine. Any plan that intentionally burdens communities of color to hinder access to the vaccine deprives those communities of equal protection under the law. And equal protection is enshrined in the Constitution of the United States. This guy is the worst. I am going to vomit the worst. It's when you talk about equitable treatment and and uh, no extra barriers. What was his wording there? Because you don't have any extra hurdles for uh, to get the vaccine to people. Maybe then implementing your own state's secondary checkup on Donald Trump's uh, vaccine procedure would not be a wise way to go. For example, like if it's passed all the muster of the scientific experts and the FDA and all the things that it has, all the hurdles it has to clear in the Trump administration through Operation Warp Speed to get this sort of emergency use authorization to get approval. If it passes those, Cuomo has said, you know what? I don't know if it's good enough because it's Donald Trump and I don't trust him. So we're going to add an extra layer of checking in our state. And Trump, and I love this, Trump went out the other day and was like, you know what? Maybe New York doesn't get any then. Because like we, this is a crucial, this is a crisis. So they're a little, the little political game Andrew Cuomo wants to play and have this little look, oh, we're going to add extra checks so we can be super duper careful because we don't trust the president. Maybe that's an extra hurdle. Maybe Kansas should get those doses. You know, maybe Wisconsin should get them. Maybe other states should get them that don't have a governor who's actively seated doubt in the vaccine from the beginning because it was coming from the Trump administration and actively trying to prevent and lengthen the process for people in need to get it. Maybe they shouldn't get it at all. And it's honestly like I he, that's the message that should be sent. Andrew Cuomo is making somehow making his response worse than it's been. He's actually worsening 
his response, which I did not think was possible. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to tell you the you truth. You could put a pangolin as governor and he would handle the situation better than Andrew Cuomo. I am going to be honest with you now. I did mean to set you off. <laughs> I want to talk to you a little bit about Goldline. You're thinking about your family. You're thinking about your country. You're thinking about uh, your future. Things may get worse before they get better. It's not time to wallow in depression. It's time to take action. Time to do something positive for yourself. Time to fortify your financial house with precious metals. And Goldline is who you need to call. Call them and ask them about buying gold, but also ask them about their retirement account specials, as well as their free holiday coins and their free holiday gift boxes. They're limited quality, so you need to hurry. Like our republic, they may be gone before you know it. So, Goldline, call them now. Ask about the holiday and retirement specials and, uh, and, and ask them why I buy gold the way I do. We're all going to need a few extra gifts this holiday season. They can get you some uh, free gifts for under the tree for the kids. Uh, silver coins with Santa and silver coins with snowmen on them. Also, make sure you sign up for Goldline's weekly market email updates. Ask them about it. It's free. It's informational. And it will help you keep connected to what's really going on. Because our economy is going to go. Uh, it's going to undergo a fundamental transformation. And that is honestly why Cuomo is doing this. He is doing everything he can to hurt the economy because the Great Reset is coming. Uh, they're standing by to talk to you right now. Go to goldline.com. Call them at 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. You're listening to Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. So the Minneapolis City Council has approved extra police funding Amid crime surge. Now, let me let me try to explain this. Okay. On Friday, the city council voted to approve an additional four hundred and ninety six thousand eight hundred for the city's police department to help with the recent crime surge. This is the same city council that back over the summer tried to defund the police and they cut a million dollars from the police budget. Now crime is so out of control and there's no it's up 40% in Minneapolis. Up 40%. Uh and the problem is is that all of the police officers are just leaving. They are saying that the police the police force in Minneapolis is bleeding out. Uh, you know Police officers are 100 uh, percent better people than than I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, yeah. I it, Atlanta. I remember specifically going through this and mm-hmm. thinking to myself, there's no way I would show up to work after what they've done. No, way. Minneapolis. Same thing. No way. The way that police officers have been treated in these communities. There's no way I would show up to work. These guys, the fact that they keep showing up to work, it just shows the type of character they have. But you know what's amazing is more and more people are leaving. Did you hear about Seattle? Seattle is hemorrhaging people because they passed the $15 hour wage. You know, that was a living wage. Sure. Nobody is, uh, all the homeless are hanging out, and it is a homeless epidemic and tent city unlike Seattle has 
ever seen. Wow, we've covered some bad results already on this. (laughs) It's getting worse. It is much worse.